Hi everyone, Ness Hughes here with you for day three of our daily devotionals as we spend this week together working through the first 10 chapters of 2 Samuel. Well, yesterday we read through chapter five and we saw that David was installed as king and established in the new capital of Jerusalem, the city of Zion, that had, was a walled city that had been occupied by the Jebusites. And King David um, overtook that city, named it the city of David and established himself and, and his extending family in the city of God. Well, today we see that David, having established himself in this new capital, sends for the ark. And I'm sitting in the church today so that I have a quiet place to film, but it's great to have a sense of occasion of God's place as we think through these things together today. I'm going to read now from chapter 6, verse 1. David again brought together all the able young men of Israel, 30,000. He and all his men went to Bala in Judah to bring up from there the ark of God which is called by the name, the name of the Lord Almighty, who was enthroned between the cherubim on the ark. They sat the ark of God on a new cart and bought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Azar and Ahio, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart with the ark of God on it, and Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all Israel were celebrating with their might before the Lord with castanets, harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Azar reached out and took hold of the ark of God because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Azar because of his irreverent act. Therefore, God struck him down and he died there because the ark of, beside the ark of God. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Azar, and to this day that place is called Perez Azar. David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months, and the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Well, the chapter opens with David building a big, skilled army, possibly fearing a reprisal from the Philistines, and then he sends for the ark, moving the ark to be in the city of David. It, the city of David is a former fortress, a former Jebusite fortress, and so the ark would be protected in the city of David, protected from any Philistine reprisals, and also established um, in the city of David as God's presence. Well, verse 2 reiterates the overwhelming significance of the ark. It is called by the name, the name of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim. Remembering that the ark contained the written agreement between Israel and the Lord. It was a place of divine revelation and was in fact the Lord's throne. Well, as we read on verses three to six, we see that um, the procession of the ark's arrival is going well. There's celebration and um, music accompanying this great procession. But then there's a surprising event. Azar is struck down for touching the ark. It seems harsh at first until we remember that touching the ark was reserved for the Aaronite priests 
And in doing so, Azar has violated the Torah and shown irreverence toward God. Well, in verse 9, we see that having witnessed this uh, demonstration of the Lord's zeal to protect his holiness, David became afraid of the Lord that day. His deepened respect for the Lord's power and for his willingness to use it against anyone who would violate the Torah caused David to ask, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? Now, the fear generated by this event was positive because when people are no longer awed, respectful or fearful of God's holiness, the community is put at risk. And so David leaves the ark with Obed-Edom, whose household, it turns out, is blessed by the presence of God. And so when David sees that the ark brings blessing, he resumes the plan to bring the ark to Jerusalem, the city of David, where the ark, the divine throne, could be located in the newly established national capital. And this pilgrimage again is once again carried out with great rejoicing. I'm going to read now from verse 17. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. After he had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women, and all the people went to their homes. Well, the ark is set down in its place of honour and a sacred ceremony of offering and sacrifice takes place. All the while we're seeing fulfilment of what had been laid down earlier in the Old Testament. Both men and women participated in this climactic event of sacrifice and gift giving as the ark came to rest in its new home. After the participants each had received a blessing and a token food gift from the Lord's royal priest, they went to their homes. Well, as we reflect on chapters five and six together, we see that David had established God's people in God's place and now the ark is there and they're blessed by the presence of the Lord. As we think through the covenantal promises that were laid down with Abraham, we see that this is a time of great fulfillment, a time to rejoice in God's faithfulness toward his people. And with these blessings of place and uh, blessing in the presence of God, we're ready for 2 Samuel 7, which is a, an important piece of text for us to spend some time on tomorrow. And I look forward to being with you then. See you tomorrow.